Hey everyone, this is Nathan. Uh, just a quick editor's note. Uh, we had a bunch of little issues this week. Uh, I was able to clear up most of it, but uh, we didn't have any audio for Tim. So there are uh, a few spots that uh, where you're going to hear Tiered talking to Tim, but you're not going to hear Tim's response. Um, I edited most of them out, but I left a few in there because Nothing really made sense if I took out the context of, of Tim being there. So I'm really sorry about it. I think we're we're good for the rest of the season. But just to enjoy the the background sounds of of the 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 APC uh, in those little silent bits, and uh, enjoy the show. Thank you. This program contains harsh language and graphic violence. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome to Episode 3 of the Arcturian Apocalypse. Hi, and welcome to the Advanced Age Role-Playing Gamers Podcast. Uh, This is, uh, I'm Matt, your other co-host. Nathan's not with us tonight. Uh, We're also missing uh, Kupo and uh, uh, Malcolm also have some real-life things that they're trying to take care of. Malcolm killed them. Right, Malcolm in a fit of rage. Uh, so, um, but sex money packs. Yeah, yeah, it's probably something it's best not to go into. <laughs> yeah. whole, whole whole thing, right? So, yeah. uh, we are back for episode three of our uh, new Aliens game, um, and I've already forgotten the name of it. What is it, Tier? Arcturian Apocalypse. Arcturian Apocalypse. Right. This is line, a scenario. Line. <laughs> right. Line. This is a scenario that's outside. Uh, comes out of the Colonial Marines Handbook. Uh, and uh, we're having a lot of fun running this. Tyr has uh, taken over uh, the role of Game Mommy. Sucker. And uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and let him take it over from here. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, welcome back. Uh, I'd like to give everybody just a quick overview of what uh, what has happened so far. The Junkyard Squad, uh, a squad of uh, Colonial Marines aboard the Tombaton, pulled out of hypersleep early. Uh, in order to deal with a problem on the world of Arcturus, uh, which I believe is in... I forget which sector. Space. It's in space, <laughs> yes. The space sector. Yes. A uh, crazed Xeno cult uh, has uh, taken over. Known as the Mahonians. Uh, no, that's a different one. <laughs> and uh, you can DM We're not a successful, Chris. You can DM us if you're interested in some bathwater. Hot dog water. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, a crazy Xeno cult has taken over the cultural and political capital of the Arcturian uh, homeworld, uh, which is known as the Kivas or the uh, Grand Kivas, which is part of the, uh, the whole structure. They have dropped nerve gas on the planet. Um, we suspect that they might even have a nuke, although that has not been yet confirmed. Uh, they are threatening to blow up the cultural capital, along with people. Uh, along with people there, no one knows the extent of their forces, where they are located, other than they are in the cultural capital. The objective of the mission is make a way up overland into the Arcturian lands and take out as many of these Xeno terrorists as possible. If not, secure the nuke secure the CS gas and call for reinforcements. Um, unfortunately, during insertion, the dropship uh, was damaged. 
and the majority of the team had to leave uh, uh, in the APC a little bit further than they wanted to. So the team has been inserted. They picked up their sergeant en route and uh, drug him out and brought him into the APC. And I believe that is where we left everyone. Uh, game mommy, I do have a question. So yes. I think I can't remember. Um, there was something to do with a radio or some kind of beacon that was, he had that was busted. So there was two pieces of communication equipment that you had available to you. There was there was a, a box in the dropship that led you to the drop point where the sergeant was going to be orbitally inserted. That functioned properly, and then ceased to function once the orbital insertion was over. There was further communication equipment dropped with the sergeant, but that was damaged upon entry, uh, orbital entry and is no longer functional. In fact, it was picked up and just fell apart in, uh, in their fingers. So currently right now, you only have short-range communications and you have no communications with the top of the top. All right. So we so, don't even know if they know we've crashed. Right. You're probably overdue for a few hours. Um, but your pilot thinks that uh, they might be able to get the dropship rigged up in that time, poss- possibly less uh, than being overdue. That brings us to our current map. You are currently in the flatlands next to a deep canyon. There's a, a buttes and wildlands behind you. You know that there is a sonic fence that surrounds most of the agricultural lands. Uh, to keep out any native uh, or invasive species that might exist on the planet. And there, you know that the, the Kivas and the Grand Kivas are, is the central and cultural capital, and that is where the xenoterrorists are most likely located. Uh, you know that there is a trading outpost and a colonial rig on the planet where the uh, Marine Corps uh, detachment was stationed. Uh, that has gone dark. We have no communication with that. You just point me in the right direction. I'll go with it. I, I agree with you as well. I think that would be good to at least report. Maybe there's someone there. There's a problem with their comms. Uh, we should report that we're on the ground. And, and yeah, if there's something gone wrong, we should figure it out. Okay. To get, uh, to get west, you're going to have to drive around the canyon. You can move the miserable beast. Uh, you can move it six squares. If, if you'd like me to do that, I can do that. Since you've drawn out, I assume... Tim, drew- I, I drew that. Is that about approximately where, you're, where we're looking to go through this pass? Because I don't think we can take it over the high ground. Uh, I'm going to give me a, either a ComTech or Heavy Machinery roll. I got Heavy Machinery. I'll give you a roll. Just to see Just if anybody has any knowledge about sonic fences. For me, it is apparently some kind of fence. Uh, I rolled nothing. Mac got one. Uh, I got one. Yeah, I don't have com tech. Okay. Which probably, I don't know if that's great for a surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I got one for heavy machinery. From heavy machinery. Okay. I'm just determining how much you know about these. All right. Uh, Mac knows that they are, they're not a, a true physical barrier. They use sound waves somehow uh, to keep away pests. So there's pylons set up every so often, and ultrasonic waves keep out pests. They're not manned. No, as far as you know, you know that there's there there's like relay posts associated with them, but there's no it's nothing physical that's going to keep you out. All right, so you begin your journey. 
Um, if anyone has anything else they want to do or say along the journey on the, in the APC, let me know. Otherwise, I'm just going to move your uh, APC every so I think Doc's just going to um, keep an eye on the sergeant, check his vitals periodically. Um, I think he had started an IV earlier, just making sure he's okay, whatever's going on with him. Okay. All right. Uh, make me a med tech roll. All right. So. And you get a plus two on that for using the med, the med kit you have, I believe, right? Okay, so base modifier is going to be two. Yep. And I will roll. Uh, four successes. Ooh, all right. Um, yeah, you can tell that it, he might have a mild concussion, mostly due to the G-forces. Nothing, anything, nothing's going to be debilitating long-term. Keep him on an IV and uh, don't shake him up too much, and he should come around fairly soon. Okay, that's what I'll be doing. Okay. Yep, I'm still in the uh, turret round and round looking for anything interesting to shoot. All right. So, you're about there in your journey. You can drive better and you can stealth. I have never heard of a skill that lets you drive stealthy. I'll tell you what, you can make an observation roll minus two, and you're, you are driving a, a, essentially like a heavily armored vehicle uh, through what isn't like effectively an arid tableland. So it's not like there's a lot of shrubs or grasses or anything to hide it. Okay, so you didn't get any successes, but you didn't get any. You, know, you didn't get any failures either. So we're we're okay there. Um, you think you're doing the best you can to keep it down to a dull. So uh, at about that distance, I would like the two gunners to give me observation rolls. Okay, one success. Okay, also one success. Okay, both. Okay, so you negate the surprise round of what's about to happen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let the fucking hit again. Basically, screaming out of the, the end of this cannon is a fast attack vehicle. I fucking yeah, shoot I, it. I, I mean, I shoot. <laughs> Hostiles, two o'clock. And, uh... So basically, there's, you know, the, the cannon is, is shallowing out. Uh, it's become more and more, more of a deep ravine. And then as you guys are going along, from behind you, a little bit to the north and to the east, just over a dune, this armored, saber-fast dune buggy shoots over a rise, lands down, you can see four personnel in it, and it is armed, it is coming at you hot, and they do not look happy. Are they the locals? Because we're not supposed to shoot the locals, right? I mean... Well? I mean... I'm a kinder, gentler marine now, I think. I'm shutting out uh, Boogie 2 o'clock and uh, I got it, I got it on my set I mean on 2 o'clock Your 2 o'clock's my 4 o'clock So th- we'll call it 3 <laughs> <laughs> So vehicle combat's going to be a little weird but I've never done it before We're going to try it We got to do initiative or We are, what we're going to do is we're going to roll initiatives for the vehicles Okay Go ahead and double-click Miserable Beast. Go ahead and click, click on the icon. You'll see that there's the general information on Miserable Beast. It's got a hull of eight, a speed of three, 
armor rating of 8 and a maneuverability of 1. You click the inventory, you see the two guns in it. And then there's a section for crew. So you can put the gunner's name in there, who's, who's manning the gun, and then you can put your skill in ranged combat. And theoretically, you should be able just to click on the weapon of that gun. That'll help you with ranged combat, and then the pilot, whoever's driving, put their name in there and their skill in piloting, and you can use that for uh, uh, doing maneuvers and trying to get a, trying to get where you're going. What's your gunnery, uh, your range combat, Sean? My range combat, I have three dice. Is it ranged or heavy? Uh, no, heavy machinery is ranged. the so range combat is. Uh, There's no he- my heavy machinery is one, but range combat's for weapons. It should be three. The way I understood it, range combat is four, for me. My range combat is yeah, three. mine's four. So I'll, I will be using my oh, skills. Sorry. So. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Good. Well, I mean, you're each on different guns, but there's only one slot. I mean, each for one of those guns. Yeah, so. Right, we'll have to we'll have to change it and do something different each time. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Okay. So the APC has initiative three, and okay, you have the first action. You see this uh, basically hyped up dune buggy comes screaming over a dune. Uh, it's definitely everyone's looking at it. You got a four observation roll. Is that correct? Or we each uh, we each got one. Each, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you saw you saw there there was four it looked like there was a crew of four, but you didn't see any details. Um you do see that there are weapons on the vehicle. And they're aggressive, so. Uh it looks like they're are they? Yeah. It does look like there's a probably a fifty millimeter cannon on there. Try and communicate somebody should try and communicate aren't there other Marines down here? Okay. You're going on three. Oh, that's right. So you guys decide on what you're actually fire a warning shot across the nose of the vehicle. We should. Tr- okay. Currently, you're going at a cruising speed. Are you going to stop? Are you going to go? You have your move. This turn has the pilot. So, what is the pilot going to do so with the vehicle? Where? Why are we? The, go, the, the guns are the on guns three, 360 spots. I don't think we need... We don't even know what their intentions are. Fire, yeah. We're going to fire a warning shot, uh, which is traditional for right. you know, unannounced vehicles. I'll say this. So the larger cannon, the, uh, the plasma cannon is on a 360 swivel. The the other gun, which is the 20-millimeter Gatling, uh, that can only fire out of the, the front, front yeah. arc. It can it can go it can go all the way up to uh, it can go all the way up to ninety degrees. Let's say both directions. All right. You can move up to you know, the speed on your vehicle is three. Three. You can move three squares, and you're gonna you're gonna move it so you're heading up straight up and down. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, gunners, what are the two gunners going to do? Uh, firing a. Well, which guns are we on? So, I'm on the plasma um, cannon. So you're on the big yep. gun. I can't shoot them. They're behind me. No, no, no. no he spun the vehicle around. Yeah, he's spun. He's 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 made a turn. So he's made a turn to the I right. Will tear, I'm going to make an announcement because it's a machine gun versus a cannon. I'm going to rake some fire in front of the vehicle. Right, you know, to try and dissuade them, you know, warning shots, for lack of better words. 
Okay. Uh, since we agreed on that, so I'm going to fire some rounds in front of them to see dissuade them from approaching us. I'm going to fire a large round over there. I sound like Pimpleton. Oh, okay. Over there. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, give me a roll. Oh, I'm going to push it. I mean, you're not actually trying to hit them. Ugh. Okay. Fuck. So you stress have dice, but I you've got one stress dice, but you succeeded on the stress dice roll. So you did succeed on the roll. All right. Uh, Max, stress. You, what were you going? Just for? firing over their heads. Okay. So. Um, all right, I'm gonna have to make a roll. <laughs> oh, I don't have to get my stress for me. Because you missed. You fired the fired gun? gun. Yes. Oh, why? <laughs> oh my god! I said I was taking care of it. Amateur. It's a big gun. They listened to me. They're like fucking chops. Okay. So what happens is uh, Waspy pulls the front end of the vehicle around, gets you guys in a turn, brings the front cannon to bear, uh, the Gatling gun, throws some bullets down, spray bullets in front of this vehicle, uh, kind of as a warning shot. The plasma cannon, the spin on that plus the spin of the turret, the shot goes wide and fires off down into the canyon. You can't really see where it impacts. Anybody else in the APC going to do anything at this time? I already did my action, so... Uh, I think I'm just, because we're doing hard maneuvering, I'm just, Doc's gonna sit, kind of stand next to or kneel next to uh, the sergeant and make sure he doesn't get tossed around. In fact, maybe tie, secure, like, some straps, like uh, cargo straps or um, seatbelts so he doesn't slide around. Okay. Good to go. Well, the armored dude zooms past where you guys, where you guys are at and opens fire on you. With the 50 millimeter double barrel cannon. Well, not to worry. The APC's armor is totally going to protect us. Yeah, I, I got. I wouldn't worry about this. I'm <laughs> There's a maneuverability rating. So maneuverability rating is, as far as I understand, is how like how many turns you can make. I don't think there's not really a dodge in vehicle combat. There's armor, <laughs> which you get to roll. Uh, so anyway, the 50 millimeter cannon lights up. It's got two successes. Does anyone want to roll the armor on the APC? Okay, two hey, successes. successes. Yes. So, so uh, Waspy takes his juke and jive and managed not take that on a straight on the attack. However, the XT thirty seven fast attack vehicle comes uh, comes equipped with a with a whole other set GM douchebag rings. A light Hellcat missile. Oh, shit. Uh, well, this this just went south. <laughs> Here, I'll wet the cardboard sides. It'll make it... It'll make it, <laughs> it makes it, it... makes it... That's a great job. It makes it more spongy. <laughs> you see uh, one of the armored occupants with a shoulder-mounted missile... What the holy fuck? ...is uh, going to take a shot at you guys. Okay, um, we uh, should become road warriors. <laughs> they seem to be equipped... <laughs> I know, right? And I'll give some side eye to the sergeant. Sergeant's okay. unconscious. Still getting side eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come so on, Jenna. He has got one success on that. I'm going to pull up the evil weapon. God. You're laughing too much already. Yeah, he's I know too when you laugh this is and you're running, a, running a game, it's never good for the you're players. Too, you're too happy. Yeah, no, <laughs> these are light. These are light missiles. Oh, yeah. light missiles. The last, like our extra oh. light yeah, the last APC got stuck light on a curb, are... so, you know. Well, so we, we basically, That's don't worry, guys, we, we reinforced the side of the uh, APC with uh, bear claws. 
sort of like reactive armor. And we okay. wrapped them in aluminium, which is going to help us a lot. All right, uh, I'm going to roll for damage. Let's see. Is there a new armor roll for these? Are they like uh, these are armor piercing weapons? Ah, so you got you got half. Wow! You have armor piercing on a dune buggy. It's so anyway. <laughs> like who does that? Remember when well, we tried to get more gear? So, so, no. so what happens is this guy, this guy riding shotgun, brings up the shoulder-mounted missile. It fires off. It explodes, but kind of the warhead screens off the armor. The explosion just rocks the vehicle, and you guys take damage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Our other uh, corporal, uh, corporal graphics, you can make an observation roll if you'd like, since you didn't get a chance to the first time. Okay. Because uh, I'm assuming you're on the monitors in the APC. Yeah, that's where I was before. Yeah, you're allowed to make an APC, uh, to make a observation roll. Okay. Oh. You, what um, new Essie? <laughs> so what you saw on the monitors is you saw this, uh, this basically armored dune buggy. You saw four uh, armored individuals, uh, one carrying a muscle launcher. Um, they do not appear as your description of Arcturians. They are not wearing hides and do not have their faces painted in bioluminescent paints. Uh, they look like they look like combat individuals. Now, we were dealing with some possible terrorist groups that had taken over various parts of this whole entire colony and that means settlement and had various, you know, important assets currently under the control, this could be a part of them or some other faction of humans that are messing around on this planet. So I think just it's Mac, yeah. put a hole in their tire or in their engine. I don't I care sure. which, but do one of those. All right, let's go to round two. Back to you guys in the APC. Well, we know what I'm going to be doing. What I'm going to say, you have a maneuverability of one. That's going to be how you how much you can turn the vehicle. So forty five degrees, forty five degrees, forty five degrees uh, for each maneuverability, or you can use up one of your movement blocks to get an extra turn. I may not be doing that correctly. You have three movement and one maneuverability, and the and the turret swings as well, and the turret swings as well. All right. Mm hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Southeast. I got you. You're basically you're aiming directly towards their 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 vehicle. Yes. Uh, yep. All right. Okay. All right, Mac, you got two successes on your uh, range combat. Uh, is that the, the phase plasma pulse cannon turret? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, that is damage six. So go ahead and give me six base dice, or seven, actually, because you got one extra. Excellent. I'll have to shoot them. Seven base dice. Alrighty, let's see. Uh, 76. Uh, okay, so you got one, two, three successes. All right, let me roll its armor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you take two damage. 
Are they taking damage? Damage? <laughs> <laughs> you damage? You definitely, you definitely kiss that vehicle pretty hard. Now, what you have done is you have done half the vehicle's armor damage or or hull uh, damage. So you get to roll on the vehicle. Uh, basically, there are no criticals when it comes to vehicles. Oh, really? You get to roll components. Yes. Sure. So I need I need a d6, or of course you can just roll from the component table chart, or I can do it if you want. Uh, I'll just roll the d6. Okay. Six. Oh. So, <laughs> the plasma cannon swings wide, fires off this blast of super white blue hot uh, energy, and it... It's the fuel tanks. (laughs) The vehicle explodes in a ball of flame. All people are are inside it are immediately exposed to intensity nine fire, (laughs) and the vehicle is destroyed beyond repair. That's a beautiful Uh, thing. I might have put more than one hole in him, sir. <laughs> so, this thing just keeps rolling it's go, it is going flat out at this point. It is a rolling fireball. It runs in the air for the people. I'll just um, say, well, looks like Mac, you might have missed the tire, but I think you did pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, hold on there. So, you're going to make some uh, 10 C9. It's 96. Okay. All right. Oh, so, the, so the yeah, I was wondering about that. <laughs> That's that. the one guy who runs out so of the car. Runs, so on fire. I mean, but way the way fires goes, like so, it's intensity nine, intensity eight, intensity seven, intense. Yeah. Uh, now let's roll another one for the weapons inside the vehicle. Oh, okay. Excellent. Getting lucky. So that is salvage. Uh, no, because you got a success uh, on the Hellcat missiles. Uh, which explode? Woohoo! Yay! Oh my gosh! So th- there is a secondary explosion in the fire in the in the uh, in the fireball. I, I do uh, have a quick question here, Mother. Was yeah. our mission to be discreet and hidden or anything like that, or are we just not supposed to be messing? They with attacked Hitler? us. That isn't the question <laughs> I asked. So what you have here is now you have a mu- a mushroom cloud and uh, <laughs> we had a rolling fireball that became a mushroom oh, cloud. A rolling fireball that uh, became an attack. Okay. Can you make me a contact roll, contact officer? I will do my best to make a contact roll if necessary. I will try okay. and push this. And uh, contact. Yes, that's oh, my contact that? roll. Nice. Three successes, which should give me some additional modifiers. So I, um, okay. I don't need to overcome a roll for exactly challenge to the future. Uh, I do what I'm going to do quickly, so it takes me yeah. half the time to sort of figure out and punch up and pull up the information I need, uh, and I gain plus one modifier to my later skill rolls related to this particular one. Okay. So in the five seconds since the uh, since the enemy vehicle appeared and and exploded uh, onto the field. You hadn't had a lot of time to see what else was going, but now that you have a second to breathe, and it's almost literally a second, you notice on your contact equipment in the APC that there is there was some kind of radio traffic. What the okay, fuck? Okay, just see if we can track it down. Okay, crap. It wasn't on your frequency, but it is. Uh, it, it is. It appeared on your scope. Okay, they apparently was it. Can I tell, based on what I saw, was the uh, con traffic between the late APC junkyard thing, burning fireball, or something else? 
like two different. It would, I want to know where. If I can, is there any way I can determine where the contract was between? Not if it was any successes. So if I make another role to try and track it down, I like later specializing with that um, be something I could do. Yes, absolutely. If there's another, if there's another, uh, if there's another thing, I'll try. <laughs> there's another communication first. Yeah, we'll keep monitoring. I'll let the team know. Mac, good shot. Doc, everybody's is Sergeant secure back there. Uh, he is fine. Um, all good. Just uh, let's keep those bumps and swirls to a minimum. Okay, Mason, stay frosty. Uh, Wasabi, we're good, sir. You just keep driving. We seem to be in the good and green. I will keep the gun pointed uh, towards the valley as we go. All right. Did we want to... Yes. Go investigate these people, or... Is there really enough debris to check? I mean, we the rolling fireball as it was at high speed and then exploded with hell missile, hellfire missiles. Is there anything forensically we really could possibly find oh, from their fragmentation? That's right. yeah. Like if they had just been damaged and burned out or something like that, maybe we would have had something. But those missiles blowing up blew up any chance that we could possibly figure anything out, I guess. But just on our just in a general observation, if I can need to make a roll, do I think there's enough debris to pick up some information about who was attacking us and why? Maybe after the fire is out. Uh, but you are in a pretty exposed area you're between two buttes uh in this area behind with a canyon behind you out okay. in flatland there's no cover um uh, also so there's a difference here between what happened to this thing and what ha- what would happen to you guys in this similar explosion yeah you guys would have been engulfed in some fire and what have you remember this is an open cab vehicle that had some armored plates the, they got the worst of that explosion Okay. Right. Your your APC would have protected you somewhat. Uh, there's not going to be much left of them. Okay. All right. Let's just, I, I mean, I'm going to just recommend we just continue moving on and get out of this. You this, know what? This trap, for, for, this hole. For, for, as you guys are talking about this and you, you know, you turn to look back at the APC. You, in fact, you see one, one figure stagger out, totally on fire, missing a limb takes about two steps and then collapses and burning How did he even have air in his lungs? It's a miracle of science. All right, let's just... <laughs> he pulled an Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben, wow. So, are you going to continue along your original track? Wow. Yes. All right, so you are continuing along. Let's say it takes you about... We're in butt pass. <laughs> ten, yeah, ten minutes or so to clear the, to clear the pass. I know it may not seem like that, but these maps are wildly inaccurate. As we're going between these two, if only we had some sort yeah, of plug we... for the for the butt. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, time. <laughs> Carry on. Um, <laughs> some plug for the butt. As we're passing between these buttes, do we see like in the hills like lights or any sort of uh, uh, sign of the native populace? So looking at these buttes. You don't think that you are in uh, a residential area, so you do see some tool marks. Uh, obviously, there's some pathways uh, that might have been carved in the side of the buttes, uh, and so basically, instead of walking on the flatlands, uh, people can walk along the side of the butte. You'll can, you can notice that kind of, uh, that's what they might be. You're not really sure. Doesn't look like there's any caves or exposed areas. Uh, it is. Uh, I mean, it's almost like limestone-looking rock 
uh, sandstone, limestone. It's that it's the darkness of limestone that just that gray uh, has more the texture of sandstone. However, um, it's weird because you would think in this kind of in this area there would be a lot of reflection, like sand and there's a lot of a lot of micas or uh, or silicates that reflect a lot of light, but for some reason there's just not. Uh, and then you realize why. As you come out of the pass between the two buttes, out in front of you is, on the ground, this glittering, glowing series of lines. It is one of the petroglyphs made by the Arcturian people. What it appears that they have done is taken every reflective stone for possibly hundreds of kilometers and made them in these super long glyphs. I mean, you're talking miles long just for one line. This is a work of centuries of an entire people uh, just to make these pictures for their sky gods. And there is one directly in front of your... So we're probably going to go around that. I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah, you can go to choose to head around. We don't need any reasons to anger the locals. No, we do not. About half a mile away, now that you've sort of the land rolls and dips a little bit, you can see smoke on the horizon. In the direction of the rig? In the direction of the outpost, yes. Okay. Oh, the trading outpost? Okay. Well, the colonial rig and the trading outpost are pretty much back. They're right next to you. Okay. Um, you can make an observation. Uh, Jenna made it. How many successes? One. All right. Just got a good view up in that turret, maybe. Yeah. So, what you see is you see a collection of prefabricated metal buildings. They're scattered. They're in you know, almost kind of like a semicircle. Looks like there might be some streets through them. They're definitely not of natural uh, natural construction. They look they look like they were flown in, constructed here. There might be a vehicle or two. It's hard to tell. What you also see is about a hundred meters off the canyon floor on stilts is what would be, you know, a colonial a colonial rig. Real quick, for those of us who don't know what a colonial rig is, what is a colonial rig? So what you see first, pardon me, is you see the Colonial Marine Station, you see these buildings, and then you see the rig. Now, you've all seen the aliens and alien movies. You see these uh, giant pods and prefab Mm -hmm. and metal buildings up on stilts, and then Mm -hmm. sometimes go into the subsurface. It's all hard metal. Uh, It's all been constructed off-planet, flown in. Uh, no native materials. Almost looks like a it, it, it could be picked up and moved at any cent. It's a very, very large building for processing ores, local foodstuffs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Would you so like to know like more? a big prefab manufacturing facility? Yes, it's effectively a manufacturing facility. Okay. So you see, there is the the Colonial Marine Station. You see these other buildings in between. And then a little bit further off, you get a hint of the, like this colonial rig. And the only reason you're, you're you're noticing is you've seen them before, and you know how big they are. Uh, you'll see you'll see conveyor belts 
uh, running up and down. Uh, you think this one has was for agricultural rather than mining. These things can be multi-purposed. You know, they can drop them on a planet. They can support terraforming. They can support mining. They can support uh, agriculture activities. Some of them can be even used for uh, to help with raising livestock. This one, you think, uh, especially from what you read and you read in the case files, the main output of this planet has been agriculture. Uh, Wayland Yutani has invested in, in uh, fungal farms. You know that wheat is a major is major export, or at least it was. But what you see here, the closest thing to you is the small planet side Colonial Marine Station. You're gonna, I assume, keep driving towards it. Okay, yeah, that's about all you can tell from the distance you're at. But you said there was smoke rising from the general area. There is okay. smoke rising from this general area. It's also kind of obscuring what you're seeing. So this is what you can get through the smoke. Uh, you're about three quarters of a mile off now. So do you wish to continue, stay here, do anything else? Uh, so the trading. So what it looks like is the trading outpost is is more between the Colonial Rig and Station. It's all sprung up around there. It's not one particular building. The trading outpost is those buildings in between that I described. So, but yeah, you can actually get to you can get to some of those buildings without getting to the station. We'll say you drive cautiously. You get within a quarter mile, and a, the wind changes slight, uh, direction slightly, and you see devastation. In the marine station, uh, it looks like it has been destroyed. Uh, it is a smoking crater. Uh, I mean, like, is it the base gone, like orbital no, strike? No, or no, oh, okay, no. Okay. there are pieces of wall. There's metal rents. There's burnt. Uh, it looks like it was destroyed by explosives. Someone can give me a. Is there a Sabrina guy who should be able to tell us something? Yes, somebody can give me a wits plus heavy machinery. Before, yeah. How do uh, I do that? Oh, uh, well, you know, you can do, you can either just do a wits roll, or you can give me a heavy machine. Okay, I'll do a wits roll for you. Okay. So, so the lance corporals, um, they can tell with their knowledge of munitions and construction that this thing looks like it was demoed. Like it might have been actually attacked, assaulted, or whatever, and then destroyed afterwards, or whatever. Someone demolished it, blew it, destroyed it, just to eliminate the overall asset to anybody else coming through. Yeah. Let's check and see what's left here, real quick, but not linger too long. There may be booby traps. Yeah, that's right. So let's be, okay. let's be observant. Mason, you've got the front on this one. Does the trading outpost also look like it's been attacked? It does not appear to be attacked at this time. There might, once you get a little closer, you might be able to tell, but. Not with the precision and determination that the colo- that the colonial uh, the colonial uh, station was. The rig does not appear like it is smoking. Right? Does it appear like it's functioning? From like, this distance, you can't tell. Well, I mean, like, is it like lit up lights? Or? No. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, are we moving into the basically the area? The, the, yes. the, the base. Okay. 
there are bodies. Okay, so me and Mason can pop out, I guess. Yeah, take a I'm look. ready to do that. So you guys are going to continue a little bit closer with the APC, or are you yeah. going to get out? Okay, we're going to go a little closer, and then, then me are. and Mason will get out. Uh, yeah, we'll all right, Matt, you got our back. Yeah, as far as on the gun, you guys are rolling into a depression. This like the area is a little bit lower around the Colonial Rig in this in this town because uh, you looks like you're you're heading down uh, towards a canyon, so it's right on yeah. the rim of a canyon. Recommend we leave the APC up top. Let's leave the APC up top so we can shoot anything. No, 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 we're, not talk, we're not talking about a we're not talking about a severe drop. We're talking about just gradual. Here. Right, but I'm, I'm also thinking pressure. for perspective for cover and yeah, yeah high ground. Yeah, that right. makes sense. Um, yeah, so just Obi One this. You keep the high ground. We'll go down a bit. Obi One. Hmm. This is your sleeper. Uh, Dick Chopper. Yeah. Dick Chopper. Dick Chopper. So we'll send Dick Chopper. We'll send Dick Chopper That's to the test first. Idea yeah. Dick Chopper. Dick Chopper is going to make a roll. <laughs> hey. Hey, 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 hey. This thing's flashing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't open the door. This thing's flashing. He's looking. He slaps the side of, slaps the, side of the box. And see, you know, he's got some knobs there in the APCs on the control panel. He goes, Hey, hey, no, the atmosphere outside here is toxic. Like what? What sort of toxin yeah. are you talking about? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta, gotta break this Come thing on, open. Chops. Hey, look, look, they gave me this chemical kit here. I don't know. I'm doing it. God damn it. I just shoot things. He's see me, he's mixing he's mixing stuff together, he's sticking it outside a port, pulling it back in, he goes, Oh, it's nerve gas, man. That's, Jesus, you don't want to step in. You don't want, you don't want to go out there. This this place this whole this place has been gassed. Will the rebreathers protect or is it also contact? It's nerve yeah, gas. Yeah, well the breathers <laughs> will protect us for a little while. Um, but you open this door, you're gonna it's nerve gas. Well, we're, this type of stuff it's friendly nerve gas. And I ain't like the good it ain't like the it ain't like the good stuff that the UPP uses. This is uh this stuff might even be uh, like stolen from our stores. Uh, this stuff is it's dispersed a lot. If it was concentrated, yeah, absolutely. We need whole we need whole mops gear, everything. With the levels I'm detecting right now, right outside the APC, we should be okay with the rebreathers for I don't know, the wind patterns here might be a couple hours. Uh, well, at the concentrations to kill everybody in that base, I'd say within day to half a day. It's hard to tell. Could have, you know, I mean, I'd definitely, definitely say at least a few hours. I mean, especially with the way that, that you know, there's, there's, there's no big fires left from that uh, that demo over there. You know, looks like anybody else who survived is long gone. Do we know is the rig sealable? The rig is sealable. So that is corporate property that has uh, Whaling Utani safeguards. So we probably couldn't get into it without breaking a hole into it and then it wouldn't do us any good or. Unless somebody inside let you in. It's true. There could, if, if it's sealable, there could be survivors inside the rig. But there's also other ways out of that rig. Uh, could be evacuated, could be unmanned. Some of these, some of these run fully autonomous. Somebody try and communicate with it. You could try that. Do a contact roll. You know, I take a contact roll. Take a plus. Uh, take a plus one because that. Say we'll say the contact. All right, one. Okay. You squawk out on your frequency. Squawk out on. Oh, there we go. 
Um, still with one success. <laughs> you're not getting any response. It's dead air. Um, tear? Yes. Let me just check. Yeah, uh, your, your vehicle right now is still hermetically sealed. Okay, never mind. <laughs> and you are on, uh, and you are on, as soon as, as soon as the, the uh, you're, uh, as a precaution, you were on supplied air. So. I think any chance for us to find survivors, we should take. Can I get, uh, Malcolm, if you're listening, can, well, can I get another contact roll, please? Three successes. Uh, From the darkness, uh, he answers. So, uh, Lance Corporal Effects, you are picking up chatter on that other frequency. Okay. Go ahead and put some of it on a record just so I can be pull it up later. Okay. Uh, let's have that started and see if we can track it down. With three successes, that gives me... Um, let's see, what does it allow me to do with this one particular one? Gain plus one modification, later skill rolls related to this one. I don't need to roll and overcome the exact same challenge in the future. Might I suggest checking signal strength so you can figure out, you can maybe estimate how far the signal is from us? Then I will do that. That's what I'll do. Do I need another contact roll? Take another contact roll and you can take a you can take a plus two on this. Okay. Twelve dice. <laughs> nice. Um you can tell that there are multiple signals. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are now closer than they were when you originally detected it. As this as this as your uh, corporal is relaying this information, I assume. There is yes, I am. <laughs> out of the canyon walls, one of those, and and yes, is, is this one on fire as well? Uh, I'll try. No, that, that one is luckily <laughs> not up on fire. And coming from the direction behind the colonial rig, another one. Oh boy! Uh, and they, uh, there is already weapons fire. Oh shit, I opened fire. Well, we better roll initiative, I guess. We are going to hold you. Well, for the rest Ray of the night? Shields. It is 10.35. I don't want to get into another combat with you guys. Okay, yeah, because we're going to fucking blow your yeah. shit up. Like yeah, that's right. Motherfucker. It's just going to uh, be one round. What are you talking about? Just blowing up. Just blowing up. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I need, we we got to do something first. We got we to gotta, some spit on the cardboard. We got to harden that armor. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're we're gonna stop we're gonna stop there for today. We'll pick up next week when we have a, a, we have a full group. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank everybody yes, for joining us and uh, watching us uh, tear around on the things and uh, all of our aliens' uh, wonderfulness. And we'll so, figure out the vehicle combat thing for next week. <laughs> that's right. You've been listening to the AARPG's actual play story, Aliens Arcturian Apocalypse. Your game mother for this adventure was Tyr. Our unit of colonial marines, the Junkyard, were played by Malcolm as Lance Corporal Maxwell Halifax, the unit's combat technician. Matt as Daryl Doc Dodson, the unit's hospital corpsman. Nathan as Richard Chapowski, the unit's Seaburn Defense Specialist. Sean as PFC George Mason, the unit's breaching specialist. 
Chris as PFC Jenna Mac McDaniels, the unit's smart gunner. Kupo as Sergeant Storm, the unit's squad leader. And Tim as Lance Corporal Wasby, the unit's dropship pilot. The Aliens role-playing game is brought to you by Free League Publishing. Arcturian Apocalypse is one of the mission scenarios included in the Aliens Colonial Marines book. We use the Foundry VTT to play this story. Music and sound effects were licensed from SoundQ, Soundly, Boom Library, and additional audio was created by our very own co-host, Nathan. Again, thank you for tuning in. Please like, follow, subscribe, and leave a review to help us reach more listeners. And remember, you're never too old to roll. And then we'll do with the Raggedy Man. (laughs) I frankly did not expect you guys to be able to blow up that that vehicle and kill all four of them inside in one shot, but, you know. (laughs) It happens. That that won't be repeated. We just want to take one, like, look at us now. And it looks like, oh, God, this one guy didn't survive. No, no, this is the best part. This is the best part. As he cuts through the APC wall. That was our initial counter that was going to give us all the rest of the story we needed. And now we've lost it. So that's it's like, fuck, they're just going to fight. That's just, it. Just get more. Everybody. Um, I'll have pictures of the colonial rig and everything for all of you tomorrow, too. Cool. Or not tomorrow, uh, next week. To give you a better idea. Fair enough. But if you, um, if you saw, if you saw the original, was it um, not aliens? The, it's not Covenant where they showed you the original rig where everyone was, uh, you know, the ones that were out on stilts. Uh, Tell about in uh, Aliens is 2? No, not Aliens. Well, no, because Aliens 2, you see the Terraformer. It's one of the later, it's one of the later movies where they show you like the beginnings where they first find the the alien ship, like the engineer ship. This is interesting. So everyone's been recording their audio. Yeah, we so, believe in theory. Yeah, we can solve that. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank RPG, you. And yes, we, thank you for doing the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And I'm speaking for Nathan, who is above <laughs> us all right now. <laughs>